reason I'm down here, guys, is Uh-oh. I had four mics and three cameras set up in the studio. Uh-oh. And it's been set up that way for like eight months. And we've had exactly one guest, Paul Renee <laughs> Geloso. God bless. God bless Papa Paul. So I thought, you know, this is a waste of equipment. So I brought one of the cameras and one of the mics down to my Barca lounger. That way Biscuit can return her triumphant return to the pod. Biscuit, wake up and look at the camera. (laughs) Look at that. That's That's quack. That's quack. What a good old dog. Speaking of the podcast, uh, last weekend, while I was doing some chores, I listened to a lot of older podcasts and you know it's this podcast is pretty good yeah i think so i I mean the wednesday warehouses i think uh are a lot of fun where we can cut up yeah they definitely get more views or listens and also y'all's audio has improved so much yeah no i'm not even kidding like i was listening to one from a few months ago and jordan sounds like he's in like a the very very end of a long cave and jen you just can't hear it all like it's, <laughs> so that's really, that's about right yeah yeah welcome ladies and gentlemen to wednesday warehouse the segment in beer business daily where we talk about the week's news mm-hmm. and before we talk about strike you know there's no, there's no article it's just strike with an exclamation yeah. point you notice i use an exclamation point we don't use those in beer business daily often so I when we do to see that yeah when we and do all Jordan, caps and all caps, like screaming at you. Grandpa it's was a, yelling. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. Man, it's a, a big, big deal. deal. We, You know, I remember as a child when AB went on strike uh, in the late 70s because my, my father was in the business. And I remember my father just making hay in Houston. Uh, he was a competitor of AB's. And, and that's when Schlitz just came up and just killed him. You know, their production got cut in half. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen this time, but it's still a big deal if they go on strike. We'll know by Thursday. Uh, That's, you know, leap year only comes around every four years and leap day rather. And this contract only comes around every five years. So (laughs) Brendan drew the lucky straw. It's to me, you know, just kind of looking at the comments, it's hard to get the truth right because yeah. it's all just rhetoric and everybody's rattling cages the the, the teamsters really want to they want assurances that their mm-hmm. people are going to be employed for the next 5 years and with ab's lower volume it seems like it's permanent you know they may be want to wanting to close a brewery or two yeah um yeah although yeah. you know i don't know that's it's hard to say because honestly people have told me that it is economical to have 12 breweries just because the shipping costs are so high yeah yeah. i don't know you know what i wonder um and we need maybe we need our legal eagle or one or like mad dog madigan or somebody on on the phone who knows more than i but it would be completely crippling obviously if ab went on strike it's not the same thing as molson core's striking at one very important brewery and anyway to hear gavin talk about it it's going really really well but anyway yeah, i digress it's going great it's going great <laughs> they're cutting orders at andrews distributing in dallas which is across the street right 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 but no but my point is it would be so catastrophic catastrophic anyway catastrophic for ab if this strike <laughs> were to go through 
Can AB sue the Teamsters? I mean, is that a possibility? Not no. that they would get anywhere in time, but why would they? How could no? I mean, it's basically extortion. <laughs> but that—that's the legal <laughs> torturous the, interference. Like I mean, that's the whole point of strikes. No, well, it's, sure, it's, sure. it's encapsulated in in labor law that yeah. strikes are very legal right. and, you and know, especially with Biden as president. Yeah, not that I'm you know I'm not showing any political colors. I'm just saying. Yeah, but that's the point. It is extortion yeah. because you know if you're if you're talking from labor side. The brewery's been extorting their their workers, you yeah. know, because AB's done very well from a profitability standpoint, sure. maybe not in sales. And, <laughs> you know, and inflation's gone up. So maybe they have, you know, and, and don't we all want to be on the Stella Artois healthcare plan and not the Natty Light plan? Oh, sure. yeah. I mean, I've been meaning plan? to talk to you about yeah. that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what plane are we on? Like, if we had to name our health plan as a beer. It's um, like midline, you know, it's like yeah. the, the, it's, the it's Budweiser plan. It's a solid not a, a life elevated, um, yeah. like Stella Artois. A life elevated. Nice. Yeah. But one would think that because this has been building up for so long that AB has some contingency plans in place. I mean, Molson Coors seemingly came out of nowhere and mm -hmm. they were able to bu bust people down to Fort Worth. <laughs> Bus people from the border, and it's going. <laughs> I mean, there's trust me, just go to the yeah. San Antonio airport, there are plenty of workers to be had. They just, went to home, I know. Depot. As soon as that came off, <laughs> as soon as that came off, that sounded terrible. But <laughs> they've got people there, and it's apparently going really, really well. That's hard for me to believe. Just knowing, I mean, you think about the February freeze, the Fort Worth um, plant getting shut down, they talked about that for like almost eight earnings calls, and it right. was a it was a big deal, and obviously it's not completely shut down right now. But it is a very very important brewery that produces unique things in their portfolio, and um, they're making it sound like it's going fine. But well, you know, I, I'll tell you this: I kind of made a big deal about how they can only make their Coca Cola adjacent products there, their variety packs there. That actually might be a good thing. Because they can easily move back to a co-packer for that. Yeah, Whereas, you know, there's no, a co-packer is not going to brew Miller Lite. One, um, one thing that came out, I guess, uh, over the past week was that, you know, these, these contracts with Coke are set to expire. And I think maybe Coke seeing that these can be shifted to a co-packer. Yeah, yeah, with relative ease. Yeah, and Constellation, I don't even know if they're producing Fresca Mix. I think it's New Belgium now. Um, it might make Coke wonder, you know, we love the, we love the system, the network that these are going through, but do yeah. we need, do we need a supplier to produce these or could we just do the co-packing ourselves or themselves? Cause they have their federal permit now, right? Like that doesn't make them yeah. a brewer, but they're Coke. <laughs> they yeah. I mean, figure they, it out. absolutely. You're right. Both. I mean, they could, they can, and they probably will by this time next year, be doing it themselves. I mean, I think these deals with Constellation and Molson Coors and Fiefco were just to learn the business and learn how it works and get the network set up. And, you know, I mean, their largest bottler is Reyes, who, you know, who already has a license and is already in all the major markets. And whether it runs on their beer trucks or their Coke trucks, it makes sense to run on their beer trucks at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that doesn't mean that other Coke bottlers... Uh, other than Reyes can also license up 
I, I think we reported that Coke, Coke and Pepsi bottlers are licensing up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we talk about Blue Cloud maybe shutting down. But, I mean, it's just Blue Cloud is their bottling network. Their bottling network is Blue Cloud. It's one and the same, whether you want to call it that or not. Pepsi owns most of their bottlers, bottling system. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of do they want to keep going this way or do they want to go with beer wholesalers? And and like you said, Jen, there's there's definitely feelers out there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. A- to, about To sell the Hard Mountain Dew brand. Right. Yeah, to the beer network for the Indeed. right price. For the, yeah, for the right price. For the yeah. low, low price. Of where, where else would it go? <laughs> well, yeah. low, low price of free, I would think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder um, since, uh, you know, you're talking about Blue Cloud, I wonder since Boston reports today, I wonder if that will come up on the call at all. It, it seems like the analysts don't really care about that anymore. They're like, eh, you know? Yeah. So. Because it's not material. It's so small. Yeah. yeah. At this point. It's um, definitely not material to Pepsi. Yeah. I'm I'm glad to see that just to change gears that Mockler Beverage is doing some expanding in Louisiana. Oh, I've wow. known those guys forever. They're great guys. And I didn't realize they were that big, 15 million cases. I didn't either. I mean, they've got 55% of the AB business in the state and a constellation wholesaler. So and um yeah, and they said that they're <laughs> I I got on the phone with Chris Davis. He's he's a really nice guy, really easy to talk to. And, uh, you know, I was like, are you guys, you know, thinking of doing other things? Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We love Truist. <laughs> we love our bank and, and, and had lots of praise by the way for AB. And you yeah. know, he was like, the lot things they've done in the last 60 to 90 days. And I'm like, well, like what? Like <laughs> the super, I guess the Super Bowl commercials and, uh, the UFC deal going through, I, I guess, um, like well, and it can only, you know, they have a baseline. It, it could only go up probably from here. Right. <laughs> I mean, it would, I, it, yeah. it'd be worse if they bought it this time last year. Right, right. Yeah. And he said uh, interest rates were as much of a headwind to a deal than anything else. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they all think Thursday. <laughs> oh, by right. the way, guys, uh, I, I, Jordan knows this, but I don't know if you do, Harry. We're talking to Kyle Norrington on Tuesday. So. Oh. Today yeah. is Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Oh. Yeah. Okay, Sorry. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that on the calendar. You know, I always check the calendar. That's what I, I know. do every morning. Because <laughs> so I have a reminder every two weeks to water my plants or I won't water my plants. And then Harry goes in underneath or above that and he's like, remind Jen to water her plants. I thought you put that in the calendar. <laughs> did I put that in? <laughs> you you oh. did. And I was like, why is Jen asking me to remind her to water her plants in my calendar? Like, uh, and then I thought maybe I did do that. Maybe Millicent did it. Who knows? I no, I mean, I, it, and it's not like I'm, I'm drinking. I'm not out here. Get, I don't know why I had these lapses in my memory. It's the D nine beverages, Harry. It's the D nine biscuit. <laughs> it's just getting old, right? Biscuit biscuit. Don't you remember her name? If she oh. ever knew it. <laughs> so. I love uh, who wrote this title, Coke Ready to Think About Next Stage in BevAlk. Is that Me. you, Jordan? Yeah. I knew it. I like that title. Uh, do you? Sometimes you say, sometimes you say <laughs> you like things and then you're just about to bash me for something. No, no. <laughs> My passive aggressive ways. No, I actually like it because I was like, wait, ready to think? Does he mean ready to drink? Oh, I get it. Yeah, I ready get it. Ready to think, ready to drink, RTD. It's a pun. Yeah. I like that. That's that's very young, hairy ish. That's hairy 2010, you know? 
Let's bring back Harry 2010. Why that not? was no. before my time, so I hope that was. We don't want Harry 2010. Thank <laughs> yeah, you. We, we, yeah, we know. Unsubscribe. Nobody, <laughs> nobody is asking for that. No, no thanks. Yeah. I mean, I came into Harry 2000. Well, no, no, no. I met you in 2010. I started working for you in 2011 officially. So yeah. Same. That's... So no. <laughs> yeah. I joined um, 2014 and Harry was around. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> yeah. Around is a strong word. Yeah. It depends on the year. <laughs> yeah, I, I I work every other year. Everybody knows that. Um, <laughs> Everybody knows that. Even number years. So I guess I'm working this year. Or if Jen has a baby, then, you know, well, I have to kind of show We're up. done with that. I okay, can, good. I can promise you. I mean, not good. Not, I mean, not, we're I didn't done mean, with that. I didn't mean Un- it that way. No. I'm not allowed to say I would have loved to have had a third, but that's not happening. You so. know what? I had three and it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I love YY. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's death. your favorite. I mean, uh, I you know, yeah. That. But yeah, I just wish I hadn't had, you know, Harrison or Hunt. I just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love all three of my boys, all oh. three of them. So I saw that big investment from Molson Coors into ZOA. That was one of our predictions that they're going to clean up the uh, capital structure of ZOA. I think that's in play. I actually said this in my little talk to Beatbox last week. They were asking me about ZOA. And I was like, you know, just Ghost did it right. You got to give Brendan. Props, props for it to do because that was his baby and ghost has done really well and energy drinks are kind of like spirits they're very profitable but they're hard to break into but if you do break it into it it's just gravy it's just gravy speaking of beatbox they had a, a kind of a distributor council meeting in austin last week jen and i both we didn't attend but we were there for parts of it and jen what what were your takeaways from we weren't there at the same time. So right. you were there the first day and I was there the, the second day. Yeah, uh, I hadn't realized how big they are. And yeah. it really seems they're just hitting on all cylinders, right? What were your impressions? Yeah, I mean, they've had a couple of really great years since they moved to Beer Networks, right? And like, they're doing crazy good in California with AB1. They're up like 300%. Um, but it's it's funny because just to play devil's advocate, Jordan and I kind of talk about, well, who drinks it? Because we never actually see right. anyone drinking it. But right. they were presenting things like, you know, they have such a stronghold on like festivals and things like that. That young, super loyal consumer in that particular occasion. And I think they skew Gen Z and, you know, millennial and that sort of thing. Um, so that was interesting. And, uh, you know, the, they're they're kind of a in a class of their own. So, you know, we had written something about their share of RTD, but they were like, no, that's Beyond Beer. So I think in Beyond Beer, they have like a three share. But if RTD, they have a six share. And then if you get into singles, it's even higher. And then if you get on some AB trucks, it's even higher. So like they have quite an interesting niche. Yeah. I mean, I I kept calling it an F&B, but really it's wine based. Yeah. And that's been a little bit of a challenge for them being, but I think they've gotten that all, you know, it's funny. Justin said that um, really AB's babe wine cleared the way for them. Remember babe, the oh, wine yeah. in the can that AB sold because it forced yep. all the AB network to get wine licenses and to, you know, get their head around selling wine. Yeah. And it's right in the wheelhouse of what's growing. It's sweet. It's high ABV. It's single serve. It's resealable. It's in Tetra Pak which is, you know, 
recycle. I mean, it's everything that Gen Z is looking for. But you're right. I don't see anybody drinking it. You know, they they I think it's smart. They have the music festival kind of right. vibe going, yeah. if you will, even though, you know, how big can that be? But, you know, like it's kind of like Corona has the beach. Mm -hmm. Beatbox has music. Even if you've never been to a music festival, it's just a vibe, you know, just and darties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, and darties and boards. And boards. And boards. It's all in the wheelhouse. There was a a wholesaler that spoke right before me who I, I won't name him because he was hilarious. He's in uh well, I don't want to say where he is, but <laughs> the guy he probably wouldn't care, but um he was like, you know, because by the way. Beatbox has a $12 gross margin. I mean, yeah, they've $12. Got it crazy. It's yeah. huge. I yeah. remember when when yeah. Red Bull came in and it was $8 and everybody freaked out. A $12 margin plus if you meet your goal, you get huge incentives that the distributor can do whatever they want with. And this one distributor is like, you know, they got hundreds of thousand dollars in incentive money cuz they exceeded their goal and he's like, you know, the company kept half and we gave we gave the other half to our salesman. Nice. And he's like, you know, we put a rack in an account and uh, like a five case rack. And he goes, it just sells out and sells out. And he's like, we need to put more racks out there. And then he's like, I don't buy five case racks anymore. Screw that. I'm only buying 10 crates racks because if you, if you're going to sell five, you, you're anyway, I don't know why I'm getting, he was hilarious. <laughs> I wish you were there. Well, we were talking about Gen Z, but I think I remember hearing them say that their demographic has become a little older than they had anticipated some and, of it yeah mm -hmm. some of it and really yeah and i think it's kind of in that same vein as buzz balls and um almost like a geloso on the fmb side that kind of are in between there where maybe you don't see a lot of people drink it but every time you look at the sales of mm -hmm. those suppliers i mean it's just growing and growing and growing and it's when you see beatbox, sometimes it's not even cold. It's just on a rack like you were talking about, Harry, kind of like what you see with buzz, buzz balls. And it's just, oh, that looks like a cool, cool package. It's 11%. So I'm just going to grab one. And then I'm sure once they have one person buying it, they're just hooked. So Right. And then they yeah, go they to Walmart and get a multi-pack. Because remember, they, they launched Walmart years ago, and it was a failure. And... Uh, Justin and Brad, or one of them was saying, you know, you don't get a second chance often at, at Walmart. And mm -hmm. so they're dedicated to make it work this time. And apparently it's, it's doing, doing well. Uh, it's interesting that AB1 uh, distributes them uh, in California. You don't see uh, the brewery really <laughs> biscuit. Hey, Melissa, you don't see the brewery. <laughs> you don't see AB1 taking on brands like that. You wonder if that, Maybe it's an acquisition target down the road. I don't know. Um, do have on a the other AB hand, wholesalers. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because AB, you know, there were some people from AB1 in the room. And I was mm. saying some things about uh, like Anheuser-Busch this and Anheuser-Busch that. And I, I forgot that Anheuser-Busch is in the room. Yeah. So yeah. when the guy asked me a question, I was like, oh, by the way, I take back everything I said about AB. <laughs> yeah. Just it kidding. Was, just kidding. Yeah, just, 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 just kidding. They have done a phenomenal job in leveraging distribution because they started with wine spirits and then they figured out, oh no, beer wholesalers are where it's at. And then they made other moves recently, moving from Molson Coors and into AB because they saw the, the hunger 
there in AB houses and said, okay, there's no babe. Um, Molson Coors are, it's a little cushy right now and they've got their own things and AB is looking for something to drive some growth. <laughs> Anything. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and it worked out. I mean, it was a fantastic move for them last year and into this year as well. Yeah. And well, you know what, Harry, you mentioned Walmart. They have a huge push in Walmart this year. I don't know if you mentioned that. And I just pulled up the stat. They have 19 share of RTD singles. In Six Walmart? Share of, no, no, no. Overall, they have 19 share of RTD singles. Oh, wow. That's And high. beyond that, they've got a huge push in Walmart. Um, yeah. And three wow. share of Beyond Beer singles, six share of RTDs, 19 share of RTD singles, which is, you know, C-Store is huge, right? So it's a, a nice place to be. Right. It's definitely biscuit quick. It's definitely all hear the her drinking water. No. Okay, good. Yeah. This mic is good at filtering out. Anyway, uh, yeah, they they've done a great job. I I've heard through the grapevine that Reyes regrets giving them up, especially in California. So, well, what yeah. can you do? Yeah. What can you do? I think Ray is going to be fine though. Don't y'all? Yeah. They'll make it. <laughs> I think they're going to make it. They do have constellation. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. All right. Well, anything else? We got a lot of earnings calls. We got AB. We got Boston Deer. AB is going to be just on fire. I cannot wait to see what happens <laughs> there. I mean, there's I, so many things to talk yeah. about on that call. And I wonder when, when do you guys think we're going to hear about what happens? Do you think it's going to be at midnight on the 28th? Do you think it or midnight on the 11 p.m. on the 29th? Right. Like, I wonder when uh, it's coming through, which, whichever way it goes. Uh, you know, Jen, I am fascinated, too, because, you know, the thinking goes, you want to have that locked down before the call. Yeah. That's when the union has the most leverage. Yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant, it's gonna... by the way, to 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 end their contract on the same day as their earnings. yearly. Yeah. Their earnings call. Yeah. Because I don't know that they plan. Can, I don't know if you can plan that that far in advance. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know either. But damn. Do you think Michelle's in Belgium or is he? Um, I think he's enough. in New York. No, he's yeah. in. Yeah. I would be in New York if I were him. Just mm -hmm. in the war room. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, Y'all don't remember, but they had this kind of war room where this was back when Brito was kind of running things. And they had, they had that PR firm always on call. What was it called? Like Jackson Hilliard or something? Anyway, now I'm just rambling like the old man that I am. <laughs> so uh, anything else that I'm forgetting? Well, we had the FTC uh, suit against the Kroger-Albertsons merger yesterday. Yeah, what's up with that? What has Bill... <laughs> you your husband, Bill, is Bill working? <laughs> yeah, is it, he's famously covering those uh, retailers, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Does he have any remarks on the side when he doesn't know that you have your recorder on and you're taking notes? <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be illegal. But anyway, um, I think you asked him at the summit and he was like, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's certainly a hall, a high wall to climb, right? They're divesting of like 400 stores to CNS, which it's funny because in the suit the FTC filed, the FTC was basically like, CNS is bollocks. They can't run a grocery <laughs> store to save their life. Wait, I mean, who is read CNS? It. it's heavily redacted, but that's basically what they say. And um, it seems like it's going to be a much, much higher ask. It's also funny that Kroger and Albertsons are like, oh, this will be good for consumers. When has a mega merger ever been good for consumers? Has it happened once? Like Jen, Jen you don't know. Okay. You don't know. 
Because yeah, you don't either, or you would tell me. <laughs> I would <laughs> listen. As long as my HEB stays independent, right? I, I'm fine. Yeah, I, I get a delivery once a week. I love their people. I love their listen to me. Go on and on. I can go on and on about HEB. They're like Publix in Florida. You have your hometown grocery. Right. Oh yeah, HEB is the best. It but is if, the if, best. I'll tell you what. Here's my prediction. If uh, Biden doesn't get reelected and Trump comes into office, I say it has a much better chance of happening. Yeah, I'd say so too, but. I don't you know. Honestly, is it even good for them? Like, the, does two shitty businesses make one big <laughs> shitty business? That's, I mean, that's the question. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like that big giant grocery yeah. model. You, you, you're, you're right in the middle. You got Walmart pressuring you from this side, and then you got the strong regionals like HEB yeah. and Publix pushing you on the bottom. Then you got like Whole Foods and Amazon, Amazon. in the middle. It's like, why would you go to an Albertsons? Like, what? am I missing something here? I, I don't want to piss off anybody. I think yeah. we're too spoiled down here with HEB. Yeah. I guess so, so. So that never crosses the mind. I mean, even the people in Dallas, they don't even have that luxury. They have to go to Kroger. So, Or Dallas. One, one last thing I wanted to add is looking at scans, April can't come soon enough. I think it's about to get even uglier over March because what what looks to me like is happening is AB's declines are they're not budging and yeah. where that is going now is being spread throughout all of beer or elsewhere and we always kind of thought you know who where where is this going but now I think that what Molson Coors and Paps and Yingling are picking up is now kind of thinning out. We're not offsetting those declines or it's really tiny people. I mean, you think about premium light, that's kind of like the last bit of loyalty in beer, I think. You know, people are Bud Light drinker, Coors Light drinker. Elsewhere, yeah. if you're drinking craft or F&Bs, you're going across everything. And so now that they've kind of had some time to step away from the brand they grew up on and explore, they're just kind of still figuring things out. And I, I really think it has started to shift away from the immediate um, replacement and onto broader BevAlp. Do you think spirits or, yeah. Spirits, <laughs> F&Bs, maybe even wine. So it, it's curious to me that it, it's mostly the softness is in C-stores where we're, you know, we've been, all we've been doing is, you know, hailing C-stores we love you, C stores. C stores are <laughs> rocking. I mean, they're going against a tough comp, I guess. But AB over index is in C stores, obviously. And yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on. It's been, did people go out during the Super Bowl? I mean, I don't. What's going on? Yeah, losing losing five share. That there's a lot up for grabs, and mm -hmm. at the the big brewers are the only ones that can really gobble that up with any significance because of their size and it just doesn't seem to be happening right now at least the two largest brewers ab and molson coors are just set up perfectly for production so that won't be an issue <laughs> they don't have that to worry about oh wait i mean this could be a and like i mean i hate to go back to 1976 and 77 but the beer industry changed forever yeah then you know mm -hmm. 
You said AB fell from 30 something share to 19 share or something, right? Yeah, it was 20 something to 19. You know, they ended up getting it back, but this is a terrible timing for them. I tell you, terrible timing. What can you do? You know what? You can't fence time. Do you guys ever wonder what would happen if you could see the future and then you tried to tell everybody about it, like how they would react? Like, let's say me from a month from now was like, oh, this is what happens with the strike. And I'm like, cool, guys, this is what happens. And you guys are like, well, how did you know that? And then it ends up happening. And then like I get thrown in jail. (laughs) I I mean, (laughs) if, if you do have that knowledge, Jen, I wouldn't I would just tell me. (laughs) <laughs> and and I could I could guide you through some stock trades. Yeah, through, uh-huh. Well, yeah, let me <laughs> through my sons. Yeah. I've thought about that. Um and maybe not even predicting the the whole Mulvaney uh thing, but just telling people, oh yeah, you know, Bud Light will be declining 29, 30% week <laughs> after week after week. Right. I mean, those are numbers you couldn't yeah. couldn't have dreamed of. Speaking of dreams. Uh oh. You and I were in class last night Who? with all of my, me and you. Me? Okay. Yeah. With all of my high school peers, Paul Pisano was the teacher <laughs> and we were doing a murder mystery exercise that we had like 30 minutes on and had to turn in right after. That is amazing. You know where that came <laughs> from, right, Jordan? Wait, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> this is my dream last night. Jen and I were in class together. Full of my oh, wait, you're, you're talking about your dreams on the podcast? Oh my god! Let's <laughs> go ahead. This is and... why people tune in, Harry. Is yes, it? yes. It's Paul Pisano was the teacher. <laughs> well, I mean that that play that rings true. That one yeah. makes sense. <laughs> you know, Paul is all our ment- all of ours mentor. <laughs> all of ours. You know, he he uh, slides into our emails on a slow news day, and it's like oh, yeah. gold. Yeah. You know, hey, maybe y'all should look up. Maybe you should look this up. You yeah. know. Yep. Yep. Well, Jordan, you know where that came from? It's because we were talking about True Detective. Oh, yeah. I bet you that's where it came from. Pisano's the True Detective. (laughs) He's Jodie Foster. Real hardened. (laughs) Well, I'd love to sit here and just bullshit with you people all day long. But as you know, the beer business never sleeps. And neither do we. So let's buckle. Hey, knuckle down, buckle down. (laughs) champ at the bit chomp at the bit whatever you want to call it this is a big week for us and i love big busy weeks don't y'all it's just fun so all right well thanks for being on guys we will shout at you well we have another podcast i think later this week or we're going to release one later this yeah we're going to release one on friday with rob todd great that was a great podcast loved hearing from from paul and then do we, don't we have somebody else scheduled or did I see that or not? We have June shine, but I don't think we're going to pot it. Oh, June shine. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Take care. See you later. <laughs> see you. Bye. Bye.